0: Now here's Neil Rogers on News Talk Radio 610 WIOD. We're sorry
1: we're not home right now. We thank you for your call. We are such merry people. We love you one and all. Please leave your name and phone number. We'll call you back with luck. But if you should hang up too soon, go take a flying.
2: Little trick of how to uh,
1: catch a polar bear. Now, you, what you do is you go cut a hole in the ice, right, right, and then you take little peas and you place them strategically, four inches apart, all the way around the hole, right. And a polar bear will crawl up and he'll look at it in very much curiosity as what is going on there.
3: Now, when he bends over to take a pee, you kick him in the ice hole. <laughs> <laughs> 1017 at WIOD. we got a mobile in Miami. How
1: you doing, Neil? Great. Big league baseball, football, basketball. Big, wow. Big league town now.
3: And hockey right on the horizon. Well, Maybe we hope we pray. Who knows? I hope
1: so. Neil, I'd love to see you do the announcing. for. No this. chance.
3: Why not? Never happen. Why not? I mean, it's fun to talk about it, but they'll—if uh, even if this station gets the games, uh, there is no—I'll be given no consideration to do it. There's not a chance in a million. Let me ask you a question. I'm too controversial, uh, too many uh, potty mouth words, oh, all that I'm other on. crap. No, I'm serious. They don't want people like that involved in baseball. They really don't.
1: Answer a question for me because this is your this is your profession. How do they go about picking people to do that? Do they do auditions? Do you submit tapes? How would that? How does that happen?
3: Oh yeah, they do auditions. People send in jillions of tapes. And whoever is the biggest uh, jock, of course, they, they have to have, like, two jocks on a broadcast. Of course, you do understand there would be television and radio. Right. And probably not the same people, necessarily. Oh, well, I mean, you can go to the bank, Channel 7 will get the TV, because they're the only major independent station in the market. Right. And they've been just waiting for this day. So well, you're right, because
1: when you listen to the Yankee games, the people who do the radio are not the people who do it on TV. Right. But, you know,
3: well, there are some exceptions. I mean, like Harry does three innings on radio in uh, Chicago, but generally you're talking different people.
1: Well, I haven't talked to you in a few months be- because there's really not much for me to call in for. But I, I do, I do want to say, with all, you know, seriously, that the first time I ever heard you or, t- or heard your voice was when you were doing the UM games, and I was impressed very much then. And I think anybody that heard you years ago doing those games and, and I feel this, and this, it's the truth, that it, that it was the best baseball announcing I had ever heard, and I was amazed. No further the sucking. Funny?
3: I say there ain't no question about it.
1: No, it's true, and I remember very clearly that, you know, you used to do this thing with two outs, and a guy on non-deck circle, you'd say he would be next, and I Well,
3: I, thought, I stole that from Harry.
1: Yeah, but it was gr- it's great, and uh, it's a shame, because I think you'd be just perfect for the job. I know you'd love to do it. Yeah. I mean, you really wouldn't, if they. But
3: there's no chance. I'm not going to get myself all wound up about it because there is no chance. Well, I say right. I mean, now, I was going to do that one hurricane game with Hank, and we couldn't even do one lousy hurricane well, game. And I did those games for six years. Well, you had
1: those tight, you know, what's over at the University of Miami? That's a whole different ball game. I mean, you know, this is different. And I want to say right now, I want to start to give Neil a chance program. Yeah, give Neil a chance. <laughs> <laughs> really?
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: How about it? We start dream
3: on, with, sir, as Aerosmith would say, dream on. Give Neil a
1: chance. That's okay. the key phrase for the day.
3: Okay, let's start a big write-in campaign. I'm serious. Okay.
1: you am you, you ready. How people heard you when you're at the University of Miami say, say the same thing. If it's on merit alone, you got to get the job.
3: Yeah, but nothing is on merit. If it was on merit alone, Ralph Kiner and uh, Fran Healy and um, LeGron Orange wouldn't be doing the Mets games. Well, and Bob Murphy, who's been dead for 20 years. Right. So, you know, sports broadcasting ain't on merit anymore. And most of the guys who get in are like ex jocks. In fact, year- there are some cities where all the announcers are ex jocks, which is really pathetic.
1: Well, do you have any of your old tapes from the University of Miami days?
3: Yeah. I'd love to hear I've some. I've got every one of them. I'd love to hear some of them. Would you?
1: You did some, you did some real good, tapes. He
3: could have written a letter home before he tagged him out, and he just dropped the ball right on the back. Yeah. That's fantastic. Well, that was exciting, wasn't it? Well,
1: hey. I'm telling you, baseball's hard to get excited about on the radio. And
3: that's right. Well, that's how you build, you know, sports casting. I make a big deal out of it because when I was a kid growing up, I was like had a fetish listening to Bob Prince and Mel Allen, and Red Barber, and Harry, and all the great ones. But now, mostly what you've got are a bunch of uh, jocks who are uh, semi-illiterate and inarticulate and second... Like McCarver, all he wants right. is to sit there and second-guess every pitch. I mean, uh, it's boring. Well, the it's not be- exciting. the
1: people upstairs feel that the, the people out there are getting more from it, which is ridiculous because people who listen to baseball on the radio know baseball. Yeah. And uh, I used to go to the University of Miami games and leave early and go home and listen to the radio because I enjoyed it as much on the radio. Give Neil a chance.
3: Okay. Goodbye. Thank you. Boy, Major league sucking around there. 21 after 10 at WIOD. We have one open line. It's in Dade County, 751. Go Marlins. It's almost unbelievable, isn't it, that anything good could happen in this godforsaken place? It's like a miracle. And I told you this weeks ago. Nah, nah, Neil's just uh, talking, just flapping his gums. I told you this. It was a done deal, Miami and Denver.
1: Score tied 3-3 three, three in the bottom of the seventeenth. One ball and one
0: strike. Coombs into the windup in the 1-1 pitch. Swung on, driven deep to right field. You can't kiss it goodbye. Oh,
1: baby, did he get that baby out of sight. He cremated it.
0: Three balls, two strikes. There's a drive. If the wind doesn't hold it,
3: Okay, calm down, Harry. 10.25 at WIOD. Let's go to North Miami Beach. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir.
1: I just got back from Houston, my hometown. I went in there just to watch the Mets series this weekend.
3: Hmm, nice game last night.
1: It was great. Well, I didn't get to see the one last night. I saw the first two that we blew in the ninth inning. Both.
3: You realize Houston could have swept the whole series.
1: Oh, right? yeah, very easily. They uh-huh. did seven walks in the ninth inning in one game and just gave away the other one, too. Yeah. But.
3: You I mean, can't complain young. about the Astros' bullpen because they don't have any. That's right. They only had one relief pitcher, and they uh, let him go, and we got him in Chicago. Of course, we don't have any chance to bring him in anymore because we're never close enough <laughs> late in the game.
1: Well, they, they played real well, though. They're exciting. i tell you this. Steve Finley may, may be the next Andy Van Slyke. I mean, that kid plays the outfield with reckless abandon. He's hitting two eighty nine now. He's mm-hmm. really coming around.
3: Well, Craig Biggio is okay in my book.
1: There you go. Next to God, almost. He yeah. no one running. mm I was, in a, I was in the Galleria down there, and I was walking by the Dunhill store, and I thought about my favorite talk show host. And I went in there, and I bought you a few Macanudo cigars.
3: Oh, you, listen you to ch- this. You, you were joking on them bad ones. Listen to this. I was uh, ripping the cigars that Al Goldstein sent the other day, so this morning I get another package from New York, FedEx no less, and I open it up. And it's a whole bunch of White Owl and these cheap uh, De Nobili cigars. And a note in it from Al that says, This is more your speed. Cheap, pathetic rejects from George Burns.
1: <laughs> well, anyway, I just I went in there and I got them for you. And I got a couple for you and one for George. And uh, I'd, I'll get them to you when I can. I don't know when I can get over there. I was going to try to get them to you at, at Miracle Game, but I'm going to be working late that night. So, But anyway, I thought you'd think you might enjoy them. And I'll get them to you as soon as I can.
3: You're a great American, sir. Thanks, Neil. Thanks. Bye. Ten twenty-seven at WIOD. We have uh, open line of date, 751. Let's go to Miami. Hello. How you doing? Okay. Um,
1: a good idea. Yeah. Harry Carey and Neil Rogers calling for the Miami (laughs) Neelys.
2: Yeah, right. (laughs) Now, you
1: just played that short part of when you were calling one of the games. I'm not a real big baseball fan, but you sounded very good. I (laughs) think...
3: So it winds up as a double steal. Shields his 33rd. Carr his third. Enough of the sucking. Okay. Oh, you sounded great. Yeah. You sounded great. I was Take the in best. consideration. I am the best.
1: Yes. And I'll, let me ask you something. I have another question uh, before, I, before I go. Uh, I'll be honest with me. Would you prefer calling baseball games or doing what you're doing now? Let's
3: be How long do I have to think about that? <laughs>
1: Well, by uh,
3: 11 o'clock. I could give you an answer in about six seconds.
1: So, what's
3: the answer? Baseball. Not even close.
1: All right. All right. Also, see, if this, Marco, were di-
3: if this were a different kind of town, I mean, like after days like yesterday, did you listen to this show yesterday?
1: Uh, no, I was working. I'm working.
3: Well, late. everybody else was working yesterday, too. I wouldn't wish that show yesterday on Billy Martin, okay, or anybody. I mean, it was just the most every Monday in this town is like talking into a vacuum tube. I could have a more intelligent conversation with my dogs, and I often do, than I have on Mondays here.
1: Normally, I listen to you at lunch, but yesterday, for some reason, I couldn't. It was raining outside. I couldn't get to my car. Uh, Before I go, uh, this weekend, I'm going to New Orleans. Have you ever been there?
3: Oh, don't do it. What a smarmy, crappy place.
1: Well, I heard it smells this time of the year.
3: Are you a big drinker? Uh... Johnny Walker Red. No, no, I'm not asking you what you drink, but I mean, are you a big booze hound? If you are, you'll love New Orleans. If you're not a drunk, there's nothing to do there. It's a crappy town.
1: Well, what I was trying to do is see if by any chance you've gone there to eat, if you could recommend any kind no, of... No,
3: because I, I haven't been eating for the last year so. Uh, no, mean, I'm going there for the... Uh, that sounds funny, doesn't it? I, been, I mean, I haven't been eating in restaurants. Yeah, the food there is great. Is you want, if you want to eat, you want to drink, that's a place to do it.
1: Oh, okay. I'm working at... Just the as long the as you French don't go outside. Just as long
3: as you don't walk around. What a, a sleazy, oh, really? smarmy, dumb place that is. I mean, my dumb my is the operative word. He says it
1: smells about this time of the year. He yeah. says, don't walk alone.
3: Yeah, from February through November, it stinks pretty bad there. Uh,
1: he says, don't walk alone. Mm-hmm. I thought I didn't think... Uh, That's
3: French the best party. advice he ever gave you. Don't walk alone. Really? In fact, just stay in a hotel. Maybe they got good uh, room service.
1: Well, we're supposed to have a party Saturday night at Hogshead
3: Saloon. (laughs) That's New Orleans, all right, Hogshead Saloon.
1: Uh, All right, Neil.
3: You got it. I hope
1: to hear you uh, announcing for the Miami uh, baseball team soon.
3: Okay, don't walk alone. (laughs) Bye-bye. See ya. We should play And You'll Never Walk Alone by uh, Tony Bennett or somebody. Oh, what a horrible city that is. There's an open line in Dade, 751 Mung, 751 WIOD, Fort Lauderdale. Hey,
4: Neil, how you doing? Great. Um, I just got uh, a couple requests for Wayne Hazenga if he's listening. Yes, sir. Number one, please name the team after Miami and not South Florida.
3: Yeah, it's Miami Marlins. Yeah, well, I don't even
4: like, I don't like Marlins. Well,
3: listen, I mean, it's better than uh, the Panthers. It's better than anything else that they've been tossing around.
4: Definitely, definitely. I like the Makos myself. Miami Makos sounded pretty good. The what? Miami Makos, Mako Sharks. Makos? Yeah. Never heard of a Mako?
3: Yeah, but that's pretty weak.
4: Oh, well. It's pretty,
3: uh, borderline, you know, like on the edge.
4: Well, Marlins and Dolphins is too close to me, and uh, uh, Miami definitely. South Florida naming it after a region is—I don't—I don't think I don't, don't cut it. And the other request is, please do not give it the colors after the Dolphins. Give it another color. Come up with something new. Dolphins have a weak color, and I don't think it.
3: Looks yeah. Good How paint. about maroon with purple polka dots or something?
4: <laughs> no, actually, I was thinking more like taken after the uh, Seminole, Florida State Seminole color.
3: Oh, they got ugly uniforms.
4: Garnet and gold, I no, Nah,
3: uniforms. they got ugly. I mean. The colors may be okay, but their uniforms are really ugly.
4: Oh, yeah, they have a couple of ugly ones. they got a couple of nice ones. Same with Miami uh, Hurricanes. Bad uniforms, a couple nice ones.
3: No, they don't have bad uniforms. Hurricanes? There they,
4: they got, got they got a couple good ones, like uh, the um, the away uniform, the gray one that says Miami across it's nice, and the white one that says Hurricanes across it. Yeah. But the one with the uh, orange shirt... Oh, no, I
3: agree. Those are gross. Yeah, those are those are like something Charlie Finley would come up with. <laughs> yeah, but a
4: couple cr- uh requests that maybe Wayne, if he's listening, can think about. Okay. Thanks, Neil.
3: See ya. We love you, Wayne. Not Wayne Arnold. Well, we love him, too. By the way, he was in here with some more cigars this morning, some good ones, the ones we like, since we're very choosy. And when they're free, we want them to be good. And uh, he lost 23 pounds, Wayne Arnold. How do you like that? Because I jumped all over his case, and I talked about what a fat slob he'd become. I couldn't tell. And he got hysterical. You can't tell? You still look pretty damn fat to me, Wayne. Cut it out. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. She's gone? Hello. Oh, there you are, boy. I was in Miami a cold Beach? sweat. Well, that's close enough. Hello. Yes, ma'am.
5: Uh, I happen to be a long time listener and a first time that I managed to get through to you. Wow. Neil, I wonder if you know how popular you are as far as being the one to broadcast the game.
3: Well, I think I'm in. I think it's a lock.
5: Well, I'm, I'm really no seriously thinking of a write-in campaign,
3: but I mean a real... Well, we don't even know which station is going to get it. Suppose WINZ gets the rights to the games. Of course, if Channel 7 gets the TV rights, I'm right next door here to Channel 7. They're my best buddies over there.
5: Oh, I know. They must love you because Old you Rick speak so Oh, Rick Sanchez and people.
3: Sally and uh, Penny, they're my buddies over there.
5: Now, I'm really serious, though. If you listened to Hank last night or you caught any part of his show, you'd be surprised how many people called in, not sucking up for you, but really to suggest you doing the car. I only heard not a couple of minutes to...
3: of Hank last night in the car, and somebody was suggesting that he should do the games with Bob Costas. And, of course, a if Bob Costas person. gets the game, I will personally go over there and shoot him because he's the biggest twerp that ever set foot on the face of the earth. Costas isn't interested in doing games. He just wants to make himself the focal point, just like during the NBA. Him and, uh, well, what's his name, are doing all these stupid... Shooting baskets. Nobody cares about whether Bob Costas is shooting baskets or not. You know, it's oh, with Pat, Pat Riley. Pat Riley yeah. yeah, yeah, bunch of crap. You're right. People want to see the. See, it always bothers me when these ex jocks or little twerps like uh, Costas, who isn't even an ex jock, when they want to focus the attention on themselves rather than the game. That's the big mistake they make. Nobody gives a damn about Bob Costas.
5: You're right. It's a twerp. And I'm a real sports fanatic, and I cannot thank you enough for all the hours of pleasure you gave me when you broadcast the the U.M. baseball game. Well,
3: that's when those hurricane broadcasts were exciting, if I do say so myself. They really were. Yeah.
5: And you're being. Not as exciting as As Joe Zagaki, but. Now, really, you're, the fact that you are so controversial, I think, is a plus. I think yeah. it'll draw twice as many listeners.
3: Well, we don't want somebody who's boring and terminal. We want somebody who'll make it exciting and lively and, uh, you know, even if it is boring, they'll make it exciting.
5: No, that's why we want Neil Rogers.
3: Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. My bags are packed. Okay. Incredible. That's what I see. The infield in. One zero pitch. Inside. Almost hit Rona with that one. It's 2-0, and and Ryder having his control problems, and the crowd is not happy. It, uh, I guess it sounds like I'm campaigning for it. There's not a chance it's going to happen, okay? There's no chance. So I don't want people to think I'm out of here here campaigning to get the job. We don't even. I mean, it's not even a done deal yet. The owners have to approve the cities, and then there will be a frantic bidding war. And See, the thing with this station is because WSB in Atlanta, one of our sister stations owned by the Cox Sisters, uh, hares the Braves and has had for years. And evidently, either loses or doesn't make any money on it. Well, that's their problem, okay? I can't help it that they're stupid up there. That's not my problem. So they're not real enthused about getting baseball here. From what I understand, that's the rumor. I could be wrong. Hopefully, I'm wrong.
1: There's a lady in town. She's an Orthodox Jew. (laughs) And she needs to buy bread that is unleavened. (laughs) But it's late. And she knows that the stores are all closed, <laughs> and she really needs to make a sandwich. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's buying bread at seven. 11. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It is I wonder. <laughs> 10.55. Can hear. Reva really got a feel of very embarrassed on that one as he had the ball waiting for Carr. Carr was even at, he wasn't sliding, conceding being out, and Reva dropped it right at the bag. Dropped this. Okay, we have an open line in Palm Beach, 655 WIOD. Coral Springs. I hear a deadly silence on that line, don't you? That is the deadest-sounding line. Is there somebody on it? Oh, listen to that. <laughs> Hello? Yes, sir. You there? We catch you a little short. Neil. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. There's a customer came and walked out. I said, chances.
3: Hey, listen, the way things are now, don't pass up any customers, sir, uh, believe me, uh, the way I'm this sorry. economy that
4: the, is. That was ignorant, but I was playing both sides okay. of
1: the
3: thing here. Timing was great.
1: Hey, uh, Neil, now... You have to stand up for yourself now.
3: You're right. Really out I want it, and I want it now.
1: Well, say you want it. Make everybody make sure you I want do it. want it. Okay. Enough of the sucking.
3: Yeah, I want it.
1: Don't wimp out of this one now. Hey,
3: listen, I've been saying I want it for years, and it never accomplished much. I
1: mean, this might be the last uh, raw you have before you're, you know, tired. Before
3: I go to that big talk show booth in the sky. Right. That's right. This, this is it. This I is want it. it. So, uh, this station, let me say it right now. Let me put it right on the table. If this station gets Major League Baseball... And I'm not included as one of the announcers. I'm walking. But don't sit Right downstairs back. to get my check on the way out so I can come back the next morning.
1: Don't sit back. Do all this yelling and stuff <laughs> like you usually do. Yell about it and complain and, you know, make them...
3: But we don't even have the thing yet, don't you understand?
1: it doesn't matter. Start whining now. Then you'll get the point.
3: Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> and the colors, they're going to definitely be the same as dolphins.
3: Yeah, they're going to be a variation on the same team. I don't see on the same theme. I don't see anything wrong with that because it's uh, kind of fits in with the stadium. It has to fit in with the stadium. Well, We're you see, help. you got all these people who are just belly aching. Well, the colors aren't going to be right. and We don't like the team's name. We don't even know for sure what it is yet, but. See that bothers me. Oh, okay. This should be the most exciting week, one of the most exciting moments in the history of this entire godforsaken Yahoo town. And we still got all these people. out. Well, it should be this. It should be that. The color should be pink with yellow polka dots. Who cares? As long as we got it, right? The stadium is is great. The stadium is the best. It is state of the art. It's comfortable. It's beautiful. It's magnificent. It's uh, impeccable. It's in a great location. You drive right. A- I mean, I've heard of drive-through fast food places, but who ever heard of a drive-through stadium? You drive right in there.
1: Oh, I live in Coral Springs. This is a piece of cake on the floor. Exactly. And it is so nice. I mean, coming from Three River Stadium in Pittsburgh, that was a pain getting in. Yes, uh, sir. This is like, man, this is this is great. You can't buy. have any better than this.
3: Okay. All right. Now. I want it, sir. Okay. And I want it now. All right. Right.
1: Take me out to the ball game. Hey, Neil, I'm the guy you love to rip on. I'm Miami's own, Scotty
3: Mack. Car at third, Shields at second, nobody out. Infield drawn, way in. Here's the stretch in the 2-0 to Rona. Swing and a fly ball, well hit to left. Manza going back at the fence, and it is... Ah! 11.15 at WIOD, let's go to uh, Hollywood. Hello.
1: Hey, Neil, what about all this baseball fever?
3: Yeah, it's you great. sound pretty excited about it.
1: It's great. Yeah. Hey, speaking of baseball, <laughs> okay, got 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 one for you here. What Ooh. do you do with an elephant with three balls?
3: Send him to Ripley, I guess. 11.15 at WYOD. Throw him another one high and outside. We have an open line at Broward, 524-9463, Opalaco. I'm mad as hell. And you're not going to take it anymore, no. and I don't blame you. Stand that up for your rights. A
1: little while ago said that the Spanish discovered America. There were people living here when he showed up. All he did was introduce plague, pestilence, etc.
3: I bet you he's never even been in Columbus.
1: Well, yeah, it's... It makes me crazy when I hear that the Spanish... Oh, listen,
3: sir, all this ethnic crap, I mean, forget about it, okay? Baseball, there will be everybody. There will be Anglos and Cubans and blacks and whites and greens yeah. and purples and Jews and Goyam. And there will be all kinds of people, young and old and in between, having a great time. Can't
1: hardly wait. We need to mount a campaign to get you on this announcer. Yes, sir. And Richard is a douchebag. Enough of the
3: sucking. Have a great day, Take sir. Take care. Okay. 1116... On the voice of the Marlins, 610 W.I.O.D. Let's just pretend like we already got it. Kind of a, your news, weather, traffic, and Marlins and Dolphin station, and just general fishing around, W.I.O.D. They've already got that news, weather, and traffic up there on the uh, marquee out in front. Let's get Dumberto to put Marlins station up there and see if we get a little rise out of somebody, okay? Come on, DiBerto, we got enough letters in the uh, thing yet? Go on out there and put it up. Could be his last act, though. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. We're having a great day. Everybody's in a wonderful mood. The phones are blazing. We're actually getting people with IQ bigger than their jock size calling in. And George tells me, not only am I choking on that cheap cigar from Al Goldstein, George tells me that it's pouring cats and dogs again. This is getting old, man. It is getting ponderous. God, every stinking day. And our weather people, they lie like hell, I'll tell you that. This is getting so f***ing ponderous, I can't even describe it. Boynton Beach. Morning, Neil. Is it raining by you?
2: No, it's not. It's uh, cloudy, but it's not raining.
3: Well, just wait.
2: I know. It happened to me yesterday afternoon. I got it about three hours after you all did.
3: You got it about three hours after we did, huh? Yeah. Well, that's hopefully, interesting.
2: Hopefully you got it early. But, uh... We want of, it. couple of things. <laughs> I'm going to change the subject before I say something I might have to admit to okay, later. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. First, a couple of things. First of all, in the, the dreaded Palm Beach Post this morning, there was an article, there was a series of questions and answers about the team.
3: Have they discovered we're getting it yet up there? Or? Yeah, we
2: actually did, and, and it made the front them. page, too. Good
3: work for them. That's Cox's uh, newspapers for it. They're on top of
2: it. They mentioned that the team colors were probably going to be aqua, white, and some other, as they put it, warm color, whatever that yeah, means.
3: Yeah, like puce. Like right. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> also that Also, uh, the thing about spring training, That they said that uh, Huizinga has some land near Joe Robbie Stadium that they're speculating they think he might use it. Oh, you
3: mean they would be here?
2: Yeah.
3: That would be incredible. This would be the only team that had spring training uh, in the same area where they play. That would be amazing. It'd save him some money. He'd probably do it. Wouldn't that be great? And maybe if he wants to be real nice, if he's got a little change left over, he can build a big arena for the hockey team up there and for the heat.
2: That's right. And finally, in closing, my nominations for... uh, Broadcasters, including yourself and someone who has not been mentioned lately, who will be available in that year. Yeah.
3: Ernie Harwell. Oh, great!
2: How does that sound? Fantastic.
3: That would be tremendous.
2: All right. Well, that's about all I have.
3: Thank you, sir. You're a great American. Okay. Bye bye. 11:26 at WYD. In fact, we could. Uh, one of our sponsors could be Brick Oven because they already have the big uh, Ernie and the big Neil. We have an open line in Palm Beach, 655 W-Y-O-D. Let's go to Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Voice of the Marlins, sir.
1: Hey, how you doing? Congratulations on your new job.
3: Yeah, I can't wait to start. We're going to do a mock game tonight just to get practice.
1: (laughs) Hey, I'm a first-time caller. I'm 21. Uh, My brother got me hooked on a show about two months ago. I really enjoy it. I'm trying to get my friends to listen to it. They love it. They love the cat noises.
3: They do love it.
1: They love it.
3: How about the show? (laughs) <laughs> they love that too <laughs> They like
1: that too well, that's I'm glad good. to see that uh, young people listen to your show
3: Millions of them, jillions of them And you're one of the one of those who admits to it
1: One of the lucky ones Hey, let me tell you, all this crap about the colors,
3: who cares? Exactly, now here's our kind of caller Here's a guy who's got the right altitude, man Dude, the
1: color could be puke and fluorescent orange I don't care,
3: I'll still be out there going Whoo, man. Wait a garland. minute, puke and fluorescent orange, that sounds pretty good I like it myself Yeah, but... how about the colors? Eight hey, that sign- that guy with the sign, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you keep bragging on me, huh nah. that guy with- no
3: it's just uh, it's just part of life, sir, it's just part of whatever we're doing here, just to go with the flow,
1: Hey, you know that guy that called about the electronic sign with yeah. the numbers and all that,
3: yeah,
1: at least in my part of town, I know that the jerks would be racing to see who could get the biggest number on the screen, exactly, so
3: well, they're always comparing big numbers in that part of town, <laughs> so far, they're only up to about a four, I think no three. Wow.
1: Okay, so, uh, you know, I just want to tell you to keep up the good work, and, you know, I'll be watching you soon on TV.
3: Okay. Okay. We're ready.
1: All right. See ya. Later.
3: Okay, it's a done deal. We're doing it. Now, the question is, should we rip off Harry? Should I do the games like Harry and steal all of his stuff? That would be Bush League, but it would be a lot of fun, though. Seventh-inning stretch. Can you see it? Only one problem. I'd have to start drinking heavily, I guess. 28 after 11 at WYOD, Palm Beach, look at that. Well, I'm not going to chew them out because they probably can't even hear us. Is it really raining bad again? Like a deluge from hell, George said. He said it's just coming down in buckets. I think it stopped. But it may have stopped briefly, okay, just long enough to give you a false sense of security. These weather people in this town, did you hear the thing they did to teleport yesterday, I think it was, in the morning? And one of the guys, great calls, by the way. One guy was ripping a traffic patrol, was absolutely right on target about how they got no clue what's going on. And another guy was ripping our uh, weather in the morning with Bob Soper that's been recorded from like six years ago on Purim. You're right, sir. We haven't got any idea what the hell the weather is. We just uh, have like six different carts, and we play eeny, meeny, miny, and schmo and pick whichever one, whichever color looks good. Look at that. The star line even dropped off. It's star IOD. I should have known. We had a tremendous start, and uh, it's going to peter off. Fort Lauderdale how you doing
1: Jim? great what the hell is Tampa Bay worried about they're hey screw damn, them I'm getting
3: a damn hockey team screw them that's right they want everything over there oh, they're, they're lucky they got like high button shoes over there Jesus that's all I see now what a bunch of greedy bastards oh they're crying in their beard too bad jeez screw them you know I mean you get it
1: one thing at a time here you Have
3: know you ever, when's the last time you were over there
4: Oh, jeez.
1: Uh, such a
3: well, Yahoo place, you know. It's strictly a blue-collar, uh, Neanderthal, kind of what-the-hell-else-are-we-going-to-do kind of place. Went to a bear game, uh, bear-butt
1: game, uh, football, but that was like eight years
3: that ago. That stadium of theirs, too, boy, that's a real piece of work, isn't it? It looks, uh, looks uh, like a block of cement that somebody kind, dropped yeah, out of the kind sky. Kind of funny-shaped, you know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, stadium what, too.
1: what's with this three-plane coverage? Where the hell are these planes when they're calling in, you know? It's, uh, that guy had a good point there.
3: Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. I wonder why, because I, you know, I just uh, watch it. They're giving, like, uh, stuff that's going on the Crosstown Expressway in Tampa on I-4 and 75. They don't know what's going on here.
1: Listen, uh, real qu- in closing, uh, yes, sir? A, a spy report on Green Alligator. He still hasn't crossed the finish line
3: yet. And he's now down to 7 <laughs> to 5. They're really, they're punching their guts out. All right, take care. You Bye. too.
0: Six, ten, Esta es el show de la mañana con Leo Rogers. Esta es su cerebro. ¿Tienes preguntas?
1: Enough of the
3: talking. 22 till noon at WIOD, where it's uh, raining cats and logs. By the way, the lovely Maria Janeiro of uh, Channel 6 Weather is doing the weather this week because, uh, what's his name, Mark McEwen is on vacation on CBS Morning News. And she's doing a great job. I have a feeling she may not come back. She's a little bit too good for us. Two balls,
0: two strikes, two outs. The Cubs one out away from their sixth in a row. The pitch. They stuck him out. Cubs
4: win. Cubs win.
0: They win their sixth in a row.
3: Aslemacher picks up his first save. I can't believe that. Well, you know, those are all from the distant past. It's 11:54 at WIOD, Boynton Beach. Well,
1: Boy, that's a shame about Tampa,
3: huh? Yeah, that's a rough break, isn't it? I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna lose a lot of sleep over that this weekend.
1: Yeah, they, you know they had their nickname, the Rednecks, picked out.
3: The Rednecks. Yahoos.
1: A big night over there is uh, Crystal in the ABC Lounge. That's it. I think that's where uh, your buddy from Lakeland's working now.
3: I hope so. How
1: about how about uh, resurrecting his laugh today for the all the people of Tampa area?
3: Oh, geez. This sounds like a request to me, you know, it's, sir. I may, could be wrong. Maybe I'm prejudging, but it sounds like it's bordering right on the edge of, uh, you know, something. I don't know where the hell it is. Play Bill Marshall. In. Huh? Play Marshall. Like I said, let's not get care. What is that? Did he get cut off? Good. I think somebody's punishing him. He sounded like he had a real crappy phone and he got cut off. <laughs> okay. It's 11.55 at WYOD. We have an open line in Palm Beach, 6.55. And, of course, we know that my good friends in the press, like Bill Cosford at the Herald and my good buddy Tom Jick at the Sun Sentinel, are going to be campaigning now. Now that it looks almost definite we got the team, they're going to be writing big articles saying Neil Rogers and Hank should be doing those games. Get them on those broadcasts. Right, Tom? Yeah. I'm holding my breath. (gasps)
0: It's a one to two hour. (laughs)
1: He's back, and he's stalking a psycho who wants to make the Chicago Cubs pennant contenders. Clint Eastwood is Dirty Harry Carey. Hello, everybody. This is Harry Carey with Steve Stone, and the f-ing Cubs are getting their sh- beat out of them today. Clint Eastwood gives a Hall of Fame performance as the legendary Cubs broadcaster. There's action.
0: The pitch. Strike at the d***. He threw that f-ing ball right past Clark. Suspense. It might be. It could be. It is a f- home
1: run. Romance.
0: Oh, look at the t*** on that broad, Steve. Holy cow sh-
1: Clint Eastwood is Dirty Harry Carey. Coming to a theater near you.
3: 107 at WIOD. We're having a little celebration here. We got baseball. We got peanuts and popcorn and Cracker Jacks and uh, hot dogs and White Hots and uh, whatever else. Okay, and probably 50 million gallons of bud. Lauderdale Lakes.
1: Yeah, hi, Neil. How you doing? Great. Um, I had like lots of things I wanted to tell you, but I sat on hold for so long I forgot. Um, I just wanted to say that I've been listening for about a week now, uh, every day. So the first time calling, I wanted to call yesterday and try to lift your spirits a little, but uh, I didn't get in because I would get off off work around four when you're already done. But I just wanted to say that I want to call this guy. I know Greg White. He's a major douchebag.
3: No question about it, sir.
1: If you knew him, you'd call him a douchebag also. But also yesterday, I heard you um, call uh, a guy named Bill Marshall. And you were describing him a little bit about, I don't know, he sounded like a real jerk. Do you know him? Um, I know a guy named Bill Marshall. and He sort of fits the description. Um, what's he like? Uh, what does he look like? Does he work at Cluster Food Line? <laughs> Is it the same guy? That's him. Huh?
3: That was him. You just heard.
1: Oh, that was him. Yeah. There's nobody important like at a, because I know a guy named Bill Marshall. He's a major douchebag.
3: Well, that's the guy.
1: He's a condescending moron. Slimeball. You know it. You, you must know the guy. Yeah. You must know the guy. Long but brain. I'm going to be listening for a while. Hope we get baseball. That'd be a great thing. We I don't got know it. Why.
3: We got it, sir. It's a lot. Go to the bank on it. Bet your life savings on it.
1: My roommate said that he saw an article, uh, like, last week that it said that they were going to stop the expansion.
3: Tell your roommate that he and Bill Marshall got a lot in common.
1: I'm going to tell him. I'll call him now a douchebag. Randy, you're a douchebag.
3: Okay, sir. Great call. Believe me, for the first time, this was an emotional experience for both of us. I I think you're right. See you. I think
1: you're right. (laughs) Take care. Bye. Bye.
3: Wow. It's getting too hot to handle in here, I'll tell you that. North Miami and a Broward line.
1: Hey, Neil, just one thing we have to let Mr. Hazinga know. Yeah. No senior citizen days at the ballpark. Uh Uh-huh. No early bird specials at the ballpark.
3: Better idea. We could have, like, a special section for them on the outside.
1: And with you announcing and Wayne Arnold's hot dogs, what, what more could you have? be for? like
3: dying and going to heaven. What a day. Yes, sir.
1: Mike Webster, you're still a douchebag no matter what. Okay. Later.
3: Thanks. Boy, see what I mean? There's a classic example. There's a guy yesterday. First of all, he wouldn't have even bothered calling. And if he did call, he would have been all bummed out and depressed and psychotic. He calls in today. You can just hear the excitement in his vocal cords. You can hear him just practically uh, feeling the change. There's an open line in the center square. That, of course, is ringing as we speak now. Boy, this is just... uh, You could knock me over with a feather duster, with a hoover. 114, we better do this mobile. Hello.
1: Hey, Neil. How you doing? Pretty good. All right, listen. I got a spy report for you. Yes? Yes, concerning the bird, Glenn Hill. Yeah. He's going to be on the other radio station Sunday night at, uh, I think, about 10 o'clock or something like that, and he promises to tell all the dirty smut about you.
3: Isn't I, that great? Did you know that or not? I couldn't give a crap less.
1: Okay, I just wondered, because, you know, maybe some of your listeners uh, could uh, just say what they thought of him.
3: but Yeah, I, or it, probably just ignore it like most of the rest of us will. Is there a lot of dirty
1: smut that we don't know?
3: Oh, sure, about him, too.
1: About him, too? Yeah. Okay, I just didn't know whether you knew or not.
3: But, couldn't couldn't give a crap less, sir, and I'm glad that Steve got you to call. Is this a celebrity call? Hello, Neil? Yeah.
1: you ever been to St. Louis?
3: Have I ever been there? Yeah. Yes. You
1: like St. Louis? No. Don't like St. Louis. Okay, hey. well, I, I was born and raised in St. Louis, which means a lie. I am not mean, a Nazi. You? Oh, don't start with that. Now, wait, listen. I'm talking about baseball.
3: It's the man I, with the cap, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't mean the Marlins cap.
1: I was fortunate enough to grow up in a town that had two Major League Baseball teams. Yes, sir, the, the Browns? St. Eagles, the St. Louis Browns. I mean, you know, they, they were not really uh, pennant winners a whole lot. They had one World Series in my memory, which was 1946 when I was just a little kid. I was seven, eight years old, whatever. But uh, trying to explain the relationship that develops between a community and a Major League Baseball team to somebody who has never experienced that... Is like trying to to talk about Beatlemania to somebody who never lived through it. You just can't do it because there's, there's, there's an emotional tie there that is just beyond words. And unlike football, which is once a week every Sunday afternoon or Monday night or whatever, this happens almost on a daily basis. And you can plug in, plug out, get involved to whatever degree you feel is appropriate. And it's just great. I, 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 you know. The, and I think the guy who really deserves an awful lot of uh, credit. Well, the guy, obviously, is it. He's putting, what, $125 million on the line here yep. before it's all said and done. Right. And you can take $125 bucks, put it in the bank, and live very happily forever after on, on the interest. So he's really sticking his neck out eight miles. And when you look at the fact that a year and a half ago, we didn't have a snowball's chance in hell of having a Major League Baseball team. And now we're locked. It looks like it's going to happen for sure. Uh, that's a big turnaround in a pretty short time frame. Did you hear what Rick and Suts did? Or did you hear what Judell
3: did? <laughs> Boy, you are just worked up like you're like an alarm clock. Well,
1: I, yeah, I'm, I'm Wound happy. up. I am thrilled. I am happy. Uh, like I, a I spring. Hope that every, I hope that everybody who has had somewhere in their background the opportunity to, to share uh, uh, what can happen when you have a Major League Baseball franchise in, in, in your community is as pleased and thrilled and, and excited about the possibility as I am because uh, it's just great.
3: It is great. Yeah. It's the best thing that's happened here since uh, the mix. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. That's Mix 105. Oh, gee, don't Come start on. now. Don't get carried away. Johnny Dark will be in here and knock us off the air. I know
1: you're a big baseball fan. I was talking to Greg Vidal about it. He's a big baseball fan. I'm a big baseball fan, so I, I just
3: wanted to share that with you. Thank you, Rick. Okay. Get a new hat. Have a good one. See you. Bye. Wow. Just wound up as tight as a drum, as a snare drum, wasn't he? Man. Just on and on. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that we strive for. I know. 118 at WIOD. That was the real Ricky Ticky, ladies and gentlemen. Man, just uh, flowing it out. Of course, he's not allowed to say much over there anymore, so. All these FM guys, you know, when they really have something to say, which isn't often, but they come right here to do it. Cutler Ridge. Neil. Yeah.
1: Uh, first, I want to call myself a major douchebag.
3: Uh-huh. Now yes. you're going to prove it to us.
1: Yesterday, uh, I called and you cut. I cut myself off. Yeah. But first, I want to... Did wanna...
3: it hurt? Huh? Did it hurt?
1: Oh, man. It did it. But, uh, this Bad Boy Club, the other day you had a caller wanting to know where these stickers were, the Bad Boy Club.
3: Mm-hmm. Sounds like a bunch of Yahoos to me. Well, they're could, they're not I a could bun- be wrong, but that's what it sounds
4: well, like. Well, they're not a bunch of Yahoos. You know these little lowriders and stuff that they go around in?
3: Yeah, they got a little rebel flag on their thing.
1: Yeah, and they got another one called Salty Dog. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's any, any, uh.
3: I've seen a few of those.
1: Something like Salt Peter, or I don't know. Guess I shouldn't have said that. But, uh. No, that's and like with the hair. The the caller after said something about the hair, and now you call it a porcupine tail. Yeah, I, I cut mine off. I had one of those for a while. Yeah,
3: exactly. Then you outgrew it. You stop being it, so it's childish. Just a phase you go through exactly. Like it's, if you're about ten, it's okay.
1: Well, I I did it for the girls.
3: And they like that?
1: Oh, they love it.
3: Yeah, but the problem is they were ten too. They what? I said the problem is they were like ten or eleven too. That's a no,
1: no, no. But uh, yeah, and.
3: You know, well, what do they, they like about that? It gives them something to grab onto, is that it?
1: Well, no, well, that's not a throw with me, because they got plenty to grab well, onto. I'm
3: sure of that, yeah.
1: I take care of that part, but it's just for the look.
3: Uh-huh. You know, so well, maybe we'll... they've got bad eyesight.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But uh, first of all, I mean, uh, last of all... Last in closing. Right. That uh, I hope we this team, hope it works out, I hope it does as good as the Braves are doing right now. Yes, sir. And I'm glad to hear that you're following the Braves now.
3: And, well, what do you mean I'm following the Braves now? When did I say that?
1: Well, because now you're always talking good about them. And
3: well, because they're playing great. I, I try to be honest. I love the Cubs, but they suck, okay? That don't mean I don't love them and I don't watch them and get uh, heartburn and hysterical, but uh, you got to be honest, sir.
1: One thing I'd like to see is uh, Harry Carey come over here and do ours.
3: Now you're talking.
1: Now that would be good.
3: Well, let's take up a collection, okay? If we, if we get enough Budweiser and take enough money, we can do it.
1: And a little thing from the archives. just want to tell you, you know, them douchebags out there.
5: What are you talking about?
3: (laughs) Okay. And uh, in closing. In closing, bye. See ya. (laughs) Wow. Talk about a multifaceted call that just had everything from A to Z, from soup to nuts, if we can say that. Okay, 21 till 2, let's go to Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
1: First time caller? Great. And, uh, well, I don't want to schmooze around, but I do have a request. Enough of the sucking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm trying to record uh, the cartridge from um, Nancy and Ron Ragan from uh, Frank Sinatra, but every time you play it, I'm in the car. And I'm day a-
3: every time I play you're in the shower?
1: In the car. Oh. And, um, so I cannot record, and I was just wondering if you can squeeze that what, in.
3: What, do you mean Frankie Panky, is that the one?
1: Uh, no, where he, uh, records about Nancy, yeah, Frankie Panky.
3: Well, what do you mean, no?
1: Yeah, that's the one.
3: Are you sure? Yeah. Because I got it right now. You do? I'm ready to do it for you, but if it's the wrong one, that's the end of this, you know? I bet you have the right one. Yeah. <laughs> you sure? Have you got your thing going?
1: Uh, it's going. Okay. Thanks a
3: lot. Don't do it again, though. Okay. One time per life per customer. Sounds good. See ya. You think that... is this the one he wants? Bio Records presents Old Blue Eyes on an unauthorized new
0: album called Frankie Panky. When I'm around her, she just can't say no. That's why the First Lady has a trim. Yes, Frank Sinatra is back. And this time, he's in the Lincoln Bedroom. And now, your end is near. And so I draw the bedroom curtain. Frank Sinatra, the legend, the lech. Ron and Nancy, Ron and Nancy. One was napping while the others empty. This album is so hot, even the Reagans are smoking. To be. Doo. Be doobie doobie. <laughs> You'll get bitchcraft. It was a very good rear. And of course... And then you go and spoil it all by marrying someone stupid like Ron Reagan. Let me see your moon and let me send away the guards. You'll get a kick out of Frankie Panky.
3: Available now on Busybody Records and Tapes. I did Well, I left a little space there at the end because he's taping it, and I don't want to, like, jump right in there. Who knows what he... Maybe he's playing it on another radio station. We don't want to jump on it. Hi, Alia. How
1: you doing? Great. I'm on a mobile. And yeah? I hate people who drive in Hialeah. The douchebag that designed Hialeah is an asshole. Yeah.
3: Well, listen, they can't even figure out what the names of the streets are. I mean, what the hell do you want?
1: They had to renumber them. Give me a break.
3: Like 49th is 103rd, and 102nd is 100. And, uh, who the hell knows what it is? It's a bunch of crap, is what it is, sir. Yeah,
1: it sure is.
3: Except for listen, the race I, team. I got
1: a solution. We we can get this team together here. Yeah. All we got to do is get all these Eastern Airlines mach- machinists and uh, draft them and start working them out.
3: Okay. It'll we can take call them a while
1: because they Or we can get balance. some of
3: those airline pilots. We can call it the Miami Pilots. Yeah. That's Nobody's true. using that name anymore.
1: That's true. Uh, that was it.
3: <laughs> okay. I just
1: wanted to call the designer by the odd See ya,
3: boy. Hey, listen, they were the Seattle Pilots. I like pilots better than mariners. Mariners sound like a bunch of old seafaring, Cape Cod curmudgeon-like old farts, you know? Those old salty, nasty, surly guys with that ricky-ticky cap. Did you hear that call, by the way? You didn't hear Ricky Ticky's call? He was wound up like an alarm clock in heat about the baseball thing, about how he grew up in St. Louis in the 1820s. And, uh, oh, man, just on and on and on and on. He got to say more here in three minutes, and he gets to say over there in, like, five years. Let's go to Pembroke Pines. Hello.
1: Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir. I hope you in South Ford appreciate what the Godfather has given you
3: now. Yeah, we do.
1: Okay. Now, we know there's a couple of concessions have to be made. It will be named Miami Mafia, and he will control
3: the concession. The Capo de Frutti Tutti, yeah. And the
1: 200 will sleep with the fish.
3: Okay. Okay. We got it. Yes, one forty-three at WIOD, we have an open line in Broward, 524 Tom Hagen is back. Let's go to North Miami Beach. Neil? Yeah.
1: This is the guy that sent you the mung beans a few weeks ago.
3: Oh, yeah, they were delicious.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey him Reynolds.
3: The, fed them to those toads in my backyard. They're <laughs> just uh, all laying on their back, taking a long rest.
1: Joey Reynolds spy report. Uh-huh. This afternoon, 4.30, yeah. WSRF.
3: Oh, today's the day, huh?
1: With special guest Sam Friedman.
3: Zamfir, Zamfar. Who is Sam Friedman? Who the hell is that?
1: Another washed engrange, up, uh, washed up old fart. There you go. I am
3: that hemorrhoid. Now
1: that sounds like it. But yeah, today is the day. Four thirty. The big show.
3: Okay, we're so gonna. I'll, I'll be listening with bated breath. I'm sure. Me I'll, too. I'll get my certs out just in case. Okay. Thanks for the warning, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, speaking of radio celebrities who get to say very little while they're pumping out all those cornball hits.
1: <laughs> you bet. Yeah. I had to uh, call and tell you about this thing about Larry King. Getting. You know,
3: Before you tell me, you know the thing I like about Joey Reynolds the most, though?
1: What? He's probably stupid! <laughs> well, anyway, oh. uh, this morning I was driving to work. You can't get uh, CNN up in Coral Springs at 4 o'clock, so I was listening to Larry. Why not? The signal's lousy. You can't get it.
3: CNN, oh, you mean CNN Radio? Yeah, INZ. Oh, God.
1: I mean, oh, I like to keep informed before going
3: on the air, you know, but anyway. When I used to work at INZ doing nights, I would drive, going home to Pembroke Lakes, I would drive up the road to Pembroke Road, <laughs> which is like about, seriously, like about a mile away. Uh-huh. I couldn't hear the station.
1: <laughs> That's impressive. That's like working at Surf.
3: Yeah. Boy, is he gonna be a monster over there?
1: Well, anyway, last night uh, Larry had Dave Barry on.
3: That's what I heard, Mister Hysteria.
1: Yeah, right. And they were ch- chuckling it up, and uh, somebody called from Miami, and uh, he had to dump him. And a couple of calls later, someone called from Fort Lauderdale and said that must have been Neil Rogers. Oh yeah. And then uh, Larry, what a phony this guy is. Larry goes, Neil Rogers is—he's uh, still on radio, and uh, nothing to do with that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 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 Uh, Dave says, oh, yeah, he's on uh, IOD down there. He's doing talk show. He goes, Uh Miami? He goes, I thought he was in Fort Lauderdale. And Larry and uh, Dave says, well, Larry, it's the same market, as if he didn't know. Yeah. And then he said, you know, I haven't seen him in years. I wouldn't know him if I saw him.
3: Well, I'm the only guy who weighs 8,000 pounds in town, so I'd probably stand out.
1: Well, no, the, the, here's the thing. Talk about contradictory. Just before he said that, he said, the last time I saw Neil was at Pompano Harness Track. And then he proceeded to say, I wouldn't know him if I saw him. Yeah. So, uh, well, the
3: interesting part of it is I've never seen Larry at a Harness Track, and, of course, uh, he doesn't know anything about this show.
1: Hi, this is Larry King, and they don't come any better than Neil Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> One well, thing I...
3: about Larry, he may not be consistent, but he's sure full of crap, you know? What?
1: That's for sure. Yeah, I just thought I'd let you know that.
3: Well, listen, he's got a check in the mail for you for this call. <laughs> Okay. If you want to go play basketball tonight with the Bulls, see us. By the way, hello, hello. Yeah. One thing. Don't panic now. I'm still here. If you
1: don't, uh, I I took a a couple calls on the show this morning about baseball. It came up because of the headlines. And other than you, which I think would be uh, so astronomically revolutionary, you probably won't get the job. That's right. But uh, somebody suggested Mel Allen. Wouldn't that be great? Enough of the sucking.
3: Well, that would be great if Mel were still alive. You right. know, they have, to, they have to prep him for 12 weeks before he tapes that uh, this week in baseball. So if he were still alive, it would be great. Well, good luck to you. Thank you, Johnny. Bye-bye. See you later. Bye. Okay. 147. <laughs> oh, that Larry King, man, I'll tell you, he is a piece of uh, And nothing to do with that. Something. Okay, let's uh, do our last break of the day here while we're still all in a good mood, and we'll be right back.
1: Yes. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes. Uh, I wanted to, wanted to talk to you about uh, bridges, about cars, what? and boats that you talked about earlier. About what? Bridges, cars, and boats.
3: Now we're talking about bridges over, over the uh, causeway, not the ones in your mouth.
1: I don't have any, my friend. Okay. Okay? Yeah,
3: no, calm down, Silver sir. So, take a deep breath.
1: Those are regulated by the United <laughs> Corps of Engineers.
3: Okay. You knew that, didn't you? No.
1: Well, it is. All bridges over navigable waterways
3: See, if, I, if I knew by... that, I wouldn't have been asking, see. What's that? I said if I knew the answer to the question, I wouldn't have asked it in the first place. Okay,
1: well, all I'm saying, sir, is that the United States Corps of Engineers are the ones that regulate bridges over navigable waterways. Over oh, what? Navigable waterways.
3: Yes, sir, okay. Okay? Yeah.
1: So it's up to them to decide... What time yeah. the bridges should not be open to the marine traffic?
3: Yes, and what time should they not be open to marine traffic, sir? <laughs> I'm telling you that they come up with the times. Well, what what is the time?
1: I believe it's at rush hour times, sir. That they are not open to marine traffic. Other than that, they are open to marine
3: traffic. So, in other words, any schlump with a boat can come along and back up traffic for two miles. That
1: is absolutely correct,
3: sir. Well, what kind of a communist bunch of crap is that? That
1: is not a communist bunch of crap, sir. Sounds like some kind of
3: Neanderthal fascist Tommy pinko conspiracy
1: to me. You've got 5,000 automobiles to one boat. Right, exactly. And a boat is going
3: to stop for 5,000 cars? Is that it? No, I think that 50,000 cars ought to stop for one jackass in his boat. I think that's what they ought to do.
1: Man, you better know your laws, mister, because you sure don't. That's right. I suppose you want the damn bridges closed.
3: To boat traffic and a hurricane too, huh? I want the bridges closed. Period. Okay. I want them closed. I want the bridge tender to go home and watch uh, MTV and get the hell out of our lives. In other words, you I don't want, want like those the boat, bridges closed. Let them use the Julia Tuttle. Okay. You don't. Let him uh, you use the MacArthur Causeway. Like I think they all ought to go on the George Washington Bridge and jump. All the bridge tenders. How do you like
2: that, sir? Well, I don't know about you, but you sound like some stupid idiotic jerk.